You are listening to the HCL Digital Workplace Podcast, the place where industry experts, analysts, and veterans help us identify, understand, and prepare for the upcoming digital workplace technologies and trends. If you haven't subscribed to the channel already, do it now for regular updates. This episode starts in three, two, one. Hi, I am Komal and in this episode, we are going to talk about the seismic shift happening in the tech industry today. With subscription-based services on a major upward trajectory, the new managed service model, device as service, is changing the way to consume digital technologies. To help us demystify the world of lot of acronyms, DAS, PCAS and so on, we have Vinicius David who is the Senior Director of Personal System Services at HP Inc. He is responsible for services go-to-market, global system integrators, business development, and digital tools. As a tech and innovation enthusiast, he is also an instructor at UC Berkeley, global in the areas of product management and AI. Hi, David. Hi, Kumal. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking out time to talk to us. Thank you for inviting me. I always look forward to such discussions, spending time talking about our technology industry, digital transformation, in particular device as a service. It's always a pleasure for me. By the way, I am extremely excited with this great partnership that HP and HCL are creating here, which I have no doubt will bring a ton of value to our customers and has the opportunity to really transform our industry. So, David... Speaking of device as service, what are the trends we are witnessing now and how do you see these influencing the digital workplace model in the coming times? Will this as a service model be the status quo going forward? Look, the shift in our industry, specifically in the PC business, to an as a service model was already a very, very important trend because it simply allowed the IT organizations to upload in some of their duties around fleet management and actually let them focus on very important, uh, I'd say, issues facing the organization and helping the CIO to focus on very strategic matters for the organization, such as digital transformation. Now, with the situation that we are facing with COVID and the big trend of uh, companies having to send most of their workforce in some industries to work from home, I have no doubt that DAS will have a significant boost. And we're already seeing that, simply because DAS brings that level of efficiency and simplicity to the IT organization. At the same time, keeping the experience of the end user high, and most importantly, in a very secure way. Let's think about what's going on here. Right? So the FBI is telling that reports around cyber crimes have quadrupled during the COVID-19. According to Kate Lisson, president of the Global Workplace uh, Analytics, they believe that, uh, you know, post-COVID, between 25 to 30 percent of the workforce will remain working from home on a multiple day as a week basis by the end of 2021. So that is one of the critical elements that will enable this workplace model that is more and more digital to enable people to get work done anywhere they are, on the go, and especially uh, from home. 
So how is the device as service offering disrupting the traditional business model? And what are the current challenges that are being addressed by this change? Kumal, this is a great question. Unlike traditional transactional relationships that some companies have with customers, and even the traditional PC as a service, DAS is actually bringing three very important outcomes to a large enterprise or corporation. Number one, it lowers the total cost of ownership of their PCs. Secondly, it helps IT organizations to directly influence the productivity of employees and as a consequence, increasing the end user experience with the technology that they use for work. Thirdly, it helps tremendously companies to reduce the risk with security. These being the uh, key elements of, uh, of our DAS value proposition, let me explain to you the way we actually accomplish that by first defining what DAS is. DAS is a solution from HP that brings our hardware, HP repair services, HP analytics, and financing. And the uh, very important thing here is this is all done in a very modular way. Let me give you an example. If you're a company interested in refreshing or acquiring PCs, notebooks in particular, you're going to do that, but at the same time, get the basic warranty, break and fix, but also have the choice to upgrade that to a premier care, for example, using our modular uh, elements in our lifecycle suite of, uh, of solutions. Now, the analytics version of the DAS offer is powered by HP Stack Post, which is a platform that actually gets the data that is collected from the fleet to actually give it back to the IT organization, intelligence around what is going on with the fleet. Effective fleet management actually includes, for example, monitoring devices for security compliance, removing eventually those devices from the network if necessary. It enables the organization to understand the elements of hardware that may be about to fail. For example, batteries, they do not alert us in advance that they're going to have a failure. They suddenly start to fail, and that is one of the biggest drivers of, uh, I'd say, downtime in the environment. And this is one of the reasons why HP, a long time ago, seeing the trend in the industry where cutting-edge technology companies were investing in platforms. Uh, you get the examples with Sony with PlayStation. You get the example of uh, Amazon with Alexa, Apple with um, you know iTunes. We found it very, very important. If we want to be in the cutting edge of, uh, of tech companies, we need to have a platform. And why? Because we have to be able to harness the power of data to increase the value that we deliver to our customers. Now, from a financing standpoint, whether or not DAS represents an advantage from a CapEx perspective, which pretty much depends on local regulations with tax and even accounting routes, no doubt that it has a very positive effect on cash flow. Cash flow around the fleet can be managed in a predictable way with defined costs. There is a measure of control for sure. Our current environment is showcasing the value of non-manageable cash flow that allow for focus to be shifted from solving unexpected problems that actually can pop up at any time. Putting it all together, organizations looking for a differentiated in the user experience with technology, aiming to reduce the overall IT cost associated with end-user computing, and most importantly, 
companies where security is top of mind and they are actually looking for different ways to protect uh, the endpoints, I have no doubt that that is one of the most competitive and effective ways for them to get it all in one single solution. And once again, in a situation where we are still facing a lot of damage um, with COVID-19, and even uh, after COVID-19, with security, for example, it's a solution that is going to be more and more useful for organizations and end users. Let's go back in time a few weeks. We saw here in the United States, in New York City, people actually walking back home with their desktops, right? Because their companies did not allow them to actually have a notebook. As they bring those devices from the office to the house, the amount of uh, vulnerability that this device will start to have, it's impressive. And actually, it has increased the amount of uh, breaches seen in the market significantly. How could companies start to actually provide support to their employees if they're not coming to the office? Like enabling digital channels for support, making sure that everything that is around that device properly connects with the digital workplace that HCL enables overall for a company. It's crucial. Reason why I think this offer that we're bringing to the market together, DAS plus the digital workplace services from HCL, is actually a game changer for organizations now and post-COVID because many, many people will not go back to the office. That's a given. And as this trend uh, persists and actually grows, we're going to see more and more attacks, cyber crimes, and this is where it's imperative that the security at the endpoint is well taken care of, like the posture in the data center and networking in general. Quite interesting. So is this a real game changer or is it just a glorified leasing or a financial model? What all services does it encompass? One of the top benefits of DAS speaks directly to your question. It can actually be what each organization needs it to be. While DAS minimally uh, will have an element of hardware, lifecycle services, manageability, and financing, the offering solution has been structured in a pretty modular way. In other words, you can decide the type of hardware that better fits the need of your organization. You can decide the right lifecycle services for you. Minimally, companies will get break and fix care pack or even a premier care could be an option if you're talking about different personas in the environment, typically VIPs, I mean executives, people who are more on the go and require a very sophisticated level of response time, and actually downtime is not an option, we can change and adjust the elements of the life cycle in that offer to better adjust to the different needs of each persona in the environment. The manageability is the exact same thing, I mean, um, the DAS offer comes with the standard proactive management solution, but as needed, we have different tiers in terms of uh, the amount of uh, data and the amount of uh, sites an IT manager will require to take care of the environment. Now, the combined um, offering solution that HP and HCL are coming together that we're calling now FlexSpace brings the greatest elements of HP around the end user computing capability with hardware, lifecycle services, manageability and financing and on top of that you're going to bring cognitive automation in the support experience very powerful asset recovery experience and a lot of ip 
constraining the way HCL is actually providing an additional level of support to their customers and end users with tools like OptiBot, the proactive support with workplace that on top of uh, HP's tech post will make it extremely powerful because HP has a lot of proprietary information that we can get from the buyers that only OEMs have access to, plus this intel that HCL has around the entire workplace, with elements of the network, the Wi-Fi, everything coming together along with the uh, end-user device experience and how these things are actually working from a fleet management standpoint to make this solution extremely powerful and differentiated. The reality is today, companies were actually asking their CIOs to do more and more every day with less money to invest. Now, with COVID, IT organizations have had a massive increase in demand. And the reality is they need even more help because along with those things, they have had to accelerate digital transformation. And at the same time, more and more CIOs, CTOs have to get themselves involved with the transformation of companies in general to drive more top line growth. So with that agenda, there's not a lot of time actually available to run PCs, to run the fleet and make sure that the users in the end of the day are getting work done in a seamless and very productive manner. That's the reason why this combination and strengths that HCL and HP bring together to companies will be more and more important and create a ton of value on top of everything that we were doing separated as companies. That really sounds like a plan. To best of the breed organizations coming together to shift the focus from device management to value creation. How can enterprises leverage the power of device as a service? Kumal, great question. Absolutely. Value creation is one of the most important discussions we are having these days. While many companies are focusing still on pure cost reduction, we believe that a discussion with customer around expanded value in the uh, horizon and journey of a relationship it's more important. As I said, we're going to responsibly help companies to take costs out. That's a given. Everybody's trying to do that. Now, the ability to come to a company, organization, and IT environment and say that we're going to help them to drive their end user experience to a much higher level, help them to improve their security posture and reduce the risk associated with cyber crimes, it's a game changing. Now, it's not only important to say we do these things, but also quantify what we're going to do for these companies. And this is one of the key benefits and differentiations that we have. We're bringing to this partnership what we call the Vanity Management Office Practice, which is a tool and a platform and a service that allows organizations to understand the cost baseline. And on top of that, as we talk about these different modular solutions that we can put on top of the DAS offer, we can help them quantify the benefit that they're going to get and the value from improved end-user productivity, for example. And this is a real situation that happened with one of our largest customers in the technology space. Uh, everybody who is in the uh, Windows environment has probably experienced what we call the blue screens. Suddenly, your PC is going to stop and it's going to require a reboot. Typically, 
a reboot like that will take five to six minutes. And uh, after we actually put tech posts in the environment or analytics uh, platform, we found out that that company in um, one month had 15,000 instances of blue screens affecting their end user. Now, do the math, come on. 15,000 cases of blue screens, right? It takes on average six to seven minutes for someone to bounce back from that situation. Think about the amount of cost and labor that is going to be wasted by having all these people spending all these precious hours just coping with this digital challenge that the device will actually represent in many situations. So what TechPost does, it actually enables the IT organization to understand quicker what is causing this thing. So the fix for one person is actually the fix for the entire company. More than that, we'll start to predict that these things will happen and we're going to fine tune and adjust configurations and software proactively. So the whole objective is to avoid users to experience downtime. Right? It's going to be hard to get into a situation where we're going to see zero downtime, although this is one of the biggest visions that we have, but we're getting very close to actually closing that huge gap that still exists in terms of getting an user to use a device for four or five years without a minimum level of disruption to their ability to get work done. And this conversation about eliminating blue screens, for example, is one of the use cases that we have. Now, think about understanding proactively who is actually in a need of a new battery, who actually needs a new device because the hard drive is about to crash. When you factor all of these things that normally will impact a device to function properly that will result into a downtime, understanding with the power of data and tech posts combined with HCL digital assets, what is going to happen, and then we take action proactively. Ideally, when the uh, user is not actually working, that's where we're going with this thing. That's the vision that we have and how we actually show quantifiable dollars in terms of these increased in positivity of what we do with our solutions. The other important aspect is for companies that are still thinking about or considering gas, make sure that you talk to your local sales reps, either with HP and HCL, because we can come with ways to actually give companies the ability to run proofs of concepts in specific sites or with a certain amount of seats. Another real example, a retail company in the United States, one of the largest chains of, um, of coffee. So before they actually gave us the entire fleet uh, to manage, we actually did a pilot with one of their major, I'd say, metropolitan areas that they service their customers. We let proactive uh, management run for a couple of months. And before we started, we, we measured actually the main drivers of cost. We measured some key elements of, uh, of the IT environment in terms of productivity. And after three months, we're able to correlate all the improvements, all the proactive issues that we're able to capture in the environment and adjust processes. And with that view of the before and after in terms of cost, enhanced productivity, that also leads to a much better security posture in case customers actually opt to some of our security solutions that will go on top of the uh, security uh, capability that the hardware brings, 
we can clearly show a quantifiable amount of dollars that this partnership will bring throughout the life cycle of our partnership and these devices. That's the true differentiation. We're not only talking about three outcomes, but we're putting numbers behind to help CIOs, CTOs, and CFOs realize the full potential of what they're about to do in case they embark with HP and HCL in this journey of a digital workplace transformation. Amazing. It does solve a lot of problems for the IT. But how is it providing better experience to the end users? As today's workforce have rising expectations about how workplace services are consumed, they demand modern devices, instant support and self-service and so on. Come on, another great question. Many users have expectations for a digital experience based on their personal consumer behavior. They want a similar experience when using their corporate device. And as they are used to having when they are using their smartphone, right? So that's typically what they want. If someone has an Apple iPhone or an Android phone, they want to get their PC up to that level of simplicity when they actually get a new device. People want to power on a new device and have the exact same experience they had before, the same application, the same ID and configurations. People are not affording anymore those massive lengthy data transition processes, like spending hours and hours to configure a new device. Those are things from the past. And this is pretty much what these solutions will enable, like a consumer-like experience when getting a new device on their hand. Uh, with Flexspace, HP and XCL, you're actually delivering a persona-sensitive DAS, where it will be providing the right type of devices with the right set of services to all the users to perform their job with seamless experience. DAS provides a much better user experience through up-to-date software and easy access to organizational resources, for example. We'll, uh, through a powerful AI machine learning capability with tech posted tech performance issues before they actually happen, as I said. And coupled with many capabilities that HL will bring together in the beginning of the planning, they're going to have, you know, site and pursuit assessment, for example, predictable budget planning. Those things are very important, right? So, and these are things that when you think about the capability HCL has to do that across the entire environment, makes it extremely important to the IT organization, to the CIO that actually needs to spend more and more time on the strategic initiatives and digital transformation. When you think about deployment and integration, right? Uh, this ability to align the personas to the specific deployment and configuration needs is very, very important. And more and more, um, with COVID specifically, bringing provisioning services that are backed by capabilities that are actually digitally in the factory, removing the need for labor to actually get part of this work done, it's going to be paramount. Why? Because more and more people will stay working from home and more and more people actually be on the go and mobile. So they will not have time to come to the office to get work done or they won't have an office close to their homes anymore in many situations in many countries. So this digital solution that we enable with the um, flex space is actually going to be paramount post-COVID as we see already happening uh, with this strain. We understand that providing device as service would cater to all the user needs and deliver enhanced experience to them. But from a CIO standpoint, how will this impact organizations? Well, 
As I mentioned, cost savings and reduced complexity are a couple of the appreciated benefits for a CIO. In particular, the DAS solution comes with a set of lifecycle, manageability, and security uh, choices that enable companies to reduce the complexity of their IT management processes. And in the end of the day, helping them to improve the end user experience, reducing the risks associated with cyber crimes. And, uh, and this is exactly what CIOs are asking for. And even these days with COVID and post COVID, their challenge and time spent helping end users to get their job done. And at the same time, coping with escalations given all the challenge with the mobile workforce increasing radically overnight, it makes it very, very important. Technology companies like HP and HCL to actually become even more aggressive in their mission and objective to help them take work out that is non-essential and help CIOs focus on very strategic matters that will drive revenue growth for their organizations and not necessarily just uh, manage costs and escalations and making sure that the end users are actually uh, experience something great with their technology. This is a given, and this is what DAS and the specific flex space offer with HCL would enable and bring a very differentiated approach to this market. That's really intriguing. With a sudden spurt of customer request in this space, which are the major verticals adopting this model? Do you have custom verticalized offering in this space as well? Well, another excellent question. But uh, here, here's the reality. We are seeing interest for DAS and actually real contracts being signed, large contracts in most of the verticals. We have large customers in the retail space and actually many sectors from the food industry to, to the fashion industry, large public sector customers, large airline companies adopting this thing, large uh, industrial conglomerates. Now, what is the thing? Um, aspect of uh, of the adoption is the fact that most of these companies are global companies or multinational companies with a footprint in many, many places uh, across the globe. And this is one of the key differentiators that HP will bring. When you think about device or service, the ability to drive commonality globally and deliver these three major outcomes around better cost, increased employee experience, and better uh, security posture, decreased, I'd say, risks with security. This is what companies actually need globally in every single site they operate. Or for those who have most of their employees on the go, this is the future. And this is what uh, the major value proposition of our solution is going to bring to enterprises immediately. Lastly, how do you see the uptake of device as service going forward? So that was already a reality. More and more companies were looking for and as a service solution uh, for their uh, end user computing uh, capabilities. Now with COVID, this number and, uh, and rate of adoption tends to increase radically and we're seeing that effect already as we speak. So IDC was predicting that um, the DAS market could be close to 5 billion by uh, 2022. That number could significantly uh, grow as uh, more and more, I say ITDMs are seeing the value of DAS and what it can do as we more and more see people going to work from home. More and more uh, employees are becoming mobile in essence with the demands of the modern workforce too, right? And uh, post-COVID, we are seeing that, you know, 
of uh, ITDMs are actually saying that they are ready to start outsourcing their end-user, I'd say, operations, right? So it, it, it's inevitable. One trend that we had seen before COVID is now extremely accelerated after this event that changed not only our technology industry, but the entire planet in every single part of the economy. Thank you very much, David, for sharing your views and simplifying such a complex subject for our listeners. And when we come back after a short break, we will ask David for his takes on some trending consumer technology. Stay tuned. HCL Digital Workplace Services represents HCL's industry-leading preparedness and capabilities to deliver future-ready digital workplaces with an unrelenting focus on enabling the workplace to engage with coworkers, collaborate from anywhere, and leverage cutting-edge big data analytics and automation solutions to elevate productivity. With our renewed offerings in the HCL Smart Workplace model, which caters to all end-to-end business-to-employee needs, HCL is ready to embark on this journey towards creating dynamic, nano-personalized, fluid workplaces that are adaptive, connected, and scalable. For more information, case studies, and updates, click on the link in the description. For the podcast challenge participants, the code for this episode is 1919. And with that, let's get you back to your episode. Welcome back. In this segment, we ask our guests to summarize their opinion about some exciting consumer technologies. So are you ready, David? Sure. Bring it on. It's been great so far. Artificial intelligence. AI. To me, it's one of the most compelling ways that humanity has seen to increase the potential of humans at work. They're impacting communities, societies, and families across the globe. Autonomous driving. Autonomous driving. Well, this is a very cool one that I like. Um, I live here in uh, Mountain View, California, and very close to um, Waymo's uh, headquarters. So it's pretty common for us as a family to see most of the um, autonomous vehicles um, circulating all over the place. And uh, yesterday I was actually you know, riding my bicycle with my daughter and we saw these uh, food delivery robots um, serving uh, people around the uh, the neighborhood. And uh, what that brings to me is uh, one very simple thing. How this thing will actually change not only our generation, but the generation of our kids, our grandkids. My daughter, um, I, probably four months ago, I was picking her up at school and she saw one of these autonomous vehicles and she told me uh, right away, Daddy, you know what? You know, you are on the driver's seat, but I have to, uh, you know, go here in the back seat because she's only seven. And, uh, she's telling me, by the way, why don't you buy an autonomous uh, car so you can actually, you know, stay here with me in the back seat and the car will drive itself home and we can engage, you can hug me and we can have a much nicer conversation together. And this is one of the things that I had, had not thought about, right? But, uh, you know, my daughter brought me one of the best value propositions that I think these things will bring. I mean, as many people talk about improved, I'd say, security, less accidents, I'd say my daughter gave me the idea that technology, deep learning, and autonomous vehicles, which is one of the applications, can actually improve the way we connect with other humans, either at work, in our house, or in our communities. Real-time translation? 
AI is something that I have a deep passion in. Um, real-time translation is one of the key um, outputs of um, one of the areas of AI that we call um, natural language processing. It, it, it's certainly one of the top fields and applications that we see today. Google has a very mature platform, uh, probably one of the, uh, the top capabilities in this area and a very tangible example of uh, what AI is doing in terms of facilitating commerce, in terms of facilitating people relating to one another anywhere they are. This is to me one of the best ways for the world to be even flatter going forward. Virtual reality and augmented reality. VR, AR, to me after COVID, it's for sure one of the moments for these technologies to surge. In our space, for example, just think about how this thing could enhance the way we actually support and help end users when they face problems and challenges with uh, IT and their uh, devices. It's certainly one of the uh, things that will make uh, the work from home or even more people working on the go and anywhere in the planet. I similar experience uh, in terms of, um, you know, how companies actually communicate or interact with them uh, from um, a training capacity or even to onboard them in new experiences and products that you actually have to do something and sell in the field in, um, in cases where these people are actually using many of the solutions to give their customers a better experience concerning whatever they're trying to sell and position in terms of value of what they do. It was wonderful having you today. Now we have a much better understanding of device as service and where its market is heading. Thank you again for your time and we hope for an opportunity to host you again. Kamal, thank you very much uh, for all the preparation here, uh, all the attention and especially thanks to uh, everyone at HCL. It's been a great journey. I'm extremely excited about the opportunities and the uh, new customers that together we're going to significantly enhance value, decrease cost and bring another perspective concerning what the experience of their users could look like. If uh, you're interested in hearing more about our, um, our FlexSpace offer, device as a service, um, come on, I believe you're going to put most of the other uh, contacts here. You can send me a note. You can um, look for your app uh, in every country you may be at this stage. And you can certainly hear from us anytime soon with this very exciting offer that HCL and HP are bringing together. Thank you so much. I thank our listeners for joining it. We want to hear from you. We need your feedback. The contact information is available in the description. Comment, share, recommend and subscribe. See you all in the next one. This episode of the HCL Digital Workplace podcast has ended. But be sure to subscribe for more insights on how to identify, understand and prepare for a world of possibilities around the new and upcoming digital workplace technologies and trends. Don't forget to rate and review this episode so that we can keep bringing you the most relevant content. Thank you for listening.